Maintaining a high level of frequency in any now moment on a cellular level, on a physical level while we're here, is extraordinarily important to be able to be less and less susceptible to infiltration, manipulation, confiscation on a high level. The absorption of the fear factor, it diminishes exponentially when we are able to hold a level of frequency higher than fear. The ascension into being in this meditation is like a catapult into a space of higher ground when the upper fourth or breathing or meditating doesn't seem to give you the kick you know that you would want. Which is why we pulled this for this evening because the ability to study the implications of the words can amplify it into a much deeper meditation and self-study exercise all in one. And Susan and I um, wrote this together over many weeks and there's reasons for all of the words. And Susan thought perhaps she could read it in sections and then we dive into significance, particularly of words and phrases that are more energetically potent to help you trigger into deeper codes when you listen to the meditation. And although the introduction seems like the, the foreword of a book, so do you read it, do you not, is the preface even relevant? <laughs> the introduction is, in a way, meditation in itself. <clears throat> Certainly um, a way to calibrate one's cells. And we talk about cells a lot, we, me. I talk about cells a lot lately. Because when we look at the atomic structure of the being, hitting the level of cellular, not only regeneration from a vitality perspective, but cellular re-encoding rather than reprogramming, is an origin point of impact in this world. The elementals, thought patterns, the entities, the implants, they all work at the cellular level. So if we can hit that, we can erase them, like a child erasing pencil off a paper. But you have to get to the origin of whatever it is. In this case, cells. So when we wrote this, it was then, this is now. I, I, I read it a little bit earlier, the introduction. I'm going to change the word energy to capital L light. Everything is energy. That is true. But I want to say everything is light. It's made up of light. And I'm not going to go into why I'm saying that right now, but let's just leave it at that. Okay? Okay. Let us begin at the beginning. Everything is light. Light is the source of creation. It is the beginning and the end of a continuum of infinite expanse. Light is in life. Light is in death. Light is in the space around you and in the space in between. The fabric of which this world is composed is crafted out of light. The quantum field of which this world is a part is an invisible field of light that exists beyond what the human eye can see. The 
quantum field is, in essence, a field of possibility. Very important reference here. The fabric of which this world is composed is crafted out of light. I'm in the midst of writing the next newsletter. In it, I will touch upon, but probably won't go into what I say next. Approximately May 15th will be a very pivotal turning point in the reality of this world. Many reference something called the inverted matrix, and that being the construct from which this world was made. Many speak of matrix in matrix in matrix at infinitum. It's a very complex structure, but all has been, up until now, inverted. What does that mean? It has been created in the name of disempowerment. We see that from the story of the soul net. Now we see it from this agenda to confiscate the souls. Disempowerment is, in essence, the intention to steal sovereignty. Steal, specifically because it is not warranted to be given. It is a state bestowed upon every expression of God as spirit at the point of creation. It is not something to be given away but it can be stolen if one is unaware of its value and thus relinquishes it, because there is always a decision point of relinquishing. The inverted matrix means that everything, everything, every particle that composes the quantum fabric of this world, of every one of our individual realities, is flipped upside down. All truth, is automatically in that space converted into falsehood. All in the name of disempowerment for us to believe, this is where beliefs are so insidious, that we are not enough, that we are, that we are finite. The biggest trap when spirit enters body is in forgetting that we are infinite in finite form. May 15th is when the inverted matrix reverts back to its non-inverted state of truth. From now until May 15th, we are in an incredibly intense period of having more lack of resolution pummeling us in any second of this reality than has ever been experienced by anyone on the planet right now. If you have been working on yourself, which all of you have, you have strengthened the muscles to be able to handle that pummeling. Most will reach levels of um, psychotic states. Why is it important that we're referencing light as a conversion from the word energy? In this six to seven to eight week period, more light will be available on the planet than anyone has ever experienced in this lifetime, let's say. And that sounds, from one perspective, remarkable because light is here, higher frequency is here, evolution is here. 
but light exposes that which we haven't seen. It's exposing everything that we have brushed under the rug. And that's why we're having the experience of having all of this discord pummel us because suddenly it's illuminated. So light can be seen as a double-edged sword from the human's perspective because the experience of being exposed to light initially is one of glaring truth. And in a matrix that has been inverted, truth has been hidden. What if your eyes had never laid upon truth before? What do you do then? You probably go crazy. I have a very challenging time um, using the capitalized version of truth in my writing because it seems very arrogant, to say the least, to imply that there's an absolute truth. And most will revert to, well, you know, everyone has their own version of truth. That is absolutely true, but that is a lowercase version of truth. What if there are beings here with specific attributes, specific roles, specific missions in which they are meant to embody and communicate absolute truth to this world? Is that a comfortable position to be in? You tell me. And it's in standing, integrity is simply uh, an ingredient in the formula of embodying absolute truth. Courage is so low level on that spectrum, and yet it is so extraordinarily high on the spectrum for most of humanity. So imagine the roles you're playing. Imagine the roles you're playing. So May 15th, the inverted matrix goes back into its non-inverted state, and I didn't know this, but from birth, I didn't understand why the world was, in the words that I used, so ugly. Why was it so ugly? It's supposed to look more beautiful. It was an inversion that I was referencing. So technically, May 15th-ish is the moment I've been waiting for. That's the world that I thought I would be in, which is fascinating because there was a certainty that it would be here. Why did not there so much paradox? Exactly. In the paradox yeah. is the truth mm -hmm. in the inverted state of reality. Mm -hmm. It's an extraordinary oh. moment. So I don't know what you people have experienced, but today everyone has melted down. Yeah. Just completely melted down. People who have been normal have melted down. Like solid beings have melted, lost their shit on me. So this is already happening. So the beautiful reference to this, this quantum field, it's going to get completely flipped back. Beings <laughs> like us get through this, this intense period of beyond perturbation by focusing on creating the new. That's how we get through this. Unscathed, seamless, fine, peaceful, mm. no problem. Challenged and yet still able to get through it? Absolutely. You pick your flavor. But that's how we get through this. We have to all move through this. And isn't that a, isn't that a beautiful way of describing um, heaven finally reaching earth? So every cell, every atom of the body will flip upside down again, or right side up. Oh yeah, physical symptoms. Do you want to go there for a second? Um, that's, that's just going to be so much fun. Yes, yes extraordinary <laughs> headaches, but, but segmented headaches. So like this part of the head hurting, or that part of the head hurting. Very weird headaches. Intense nausea. If you think of like the eye of the storm and a tornado, 
okay? You really want to be as close to the eye of the storm as you can handle it, but the eye of the storm is going to be the highest frequency still point, and the rest is dissipating in frequency and going lower level. So what we're all doing together is those who can handle the intense velocity of being in the eye of the storm, which looks like a still point, but is really the fastest spinning point in the storm, will have the intense nausea, will have very real feelings of vertigo, um, even, even vomiting, very intense feelings of uh, weird headaches, lopsided headaches, uh, loss of balance, numbness in specific parts of the body. So doing things that you can do to support the physical body and maintaining vitality, like um, very important. The further you go out from the eye, the more chaos and turmoil and conflict and fear and all those lower levels of consciousness exist. However, it's important to acknowledge that everyone participating in the storm has chosen to take the step forward. It doesn't mean that they're guaranteed to enter into the new because they still might blow out from the storm. But what we're doing as a collective of um, those who are anchoring in the new, are we're creating a chain reaction. We're holding one another's hands in a sequence that allows us to address every level of consciousness as it spins out in the storm. And as we do that, our offers are communicable. So they communicate with one another to transition people closer and closer to the eye of the storm. So ultimately we're all working together in this, um, there is some emergency word for it where the um, frontline workers create a human chain to pull someone out of something. It's kind of like right. that. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're, ha what's what we're doing now. So, let's keep going. As humans, we tend to move about our day from one doing this to another. We often, we often rush from one task to the next, doing things to supposedly have a life. While ticking tasks off lists, we may sometimes wonder if there's more to life than this. Yes, there is. We are not a doingness. We are a beingness. The verb to be becomes a noun when we acknowledge that we both be and are being at the same time. And the, new, the, the normal that people want to return to is the I am a doingness, I am a doingness, let me go yeah, back to being yeah. a doing. This meditation is called ascension into beingness for a reason. Let us first look at ascension. To ascend is to rise up. From what are you rising up? And to where are you going? These are excellent questions that the mind wants answered. And answers, answers they are, but they are based on the fundamentals of non-physical laws. When we ask from where to where, we are looking through the lens of linearity. We expect there to be a starting point and a final destination. But what if ascension were a non-linear phenomenon of expanding into oneself through the vehicle of allowance? What if ascension described the process of going within to gain fuller access to you as spirit, while in a finite world of linearity. What if it is in the paradox that truth is realized? For now, until May 15th. Then it's about unlearning the way that we define life.
So we'll we'll ha- we'll so be able to stop taking that so. U-turn. We can just go straight into truth. It'll be there. If you can look at it. If you can you look, look at, at it. Because you may not like what you have to say. What if you can't? There'll be what aggression. Quite a bit of aggression. Oh, yeah. And if you can, quite a little of, um, um, well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is going to be where you will appreciate every step you've ever taken to create everything before it's time. So the ones that are participating in the storm may feel like this is like the worst thing in their life. Yeah. They're like the people with the tickets to get through the door into heaven. Look at it that way. Not everyone has one. If those who are insisting on traveling, they're they're spinning out at the perimeter of of the storm. That's an example of that. The question is what reality is being inverted and are you part of it? And that is dependent upon where you place your focused attention. Okay. That's why I said... It's so important. Don't place it on what's going on in your life. Nothing. Place it on creation. If you've always been plugged into what's happening, just unplug for six weeks. Just for a bit. Mm -hmm. Focus on what you are here to create. That's it. Okay. This is really a celebratory moment that will be more excruciating than, than they can imagine if they're not ready. If ascension is a non-linear phenomenon of expanding into oneself through the vehicle of allowance, then ascension does not exist in separation. I'm going to say that again. Please. I feel like it's so important to just stamp that on everything you own. Ascension is a non-linear phenomenon of expanding into oneself through the vehicle of allowance. Then ascension does not exist in separation. For you see, the moment we think we need to go somewhere, find something, search and seek our way out of something, we create separation. And when we create separation, our reality will prove us right. Which ultimately is expressed through the confiscation of the soul. Up there. They're going somewhere. They're going to get the vaccine. And boom, separation. Ah. In each moment of each day, it is the degree to which we are conscious that forms how we see things, how we perceive things, how we experience them. Experience is a gateway into what you are feeling. It's you know where you are placing your attention by the feedback mechanism in play. Sometimes we are awake, other times not so much. If you don't like what you're experiencing, change your state. Herein lies the secret to living your life to your highest state of your beingness. When you switch your autopilot and become conscious of what you are creating in each moment, you get to experience this gift of beingness. It is a gift that you can only access through the present moment is your sovereign right just accessing the power of you when we acknowledge that we are spirit and embodiment we allow ourselves to move into this natural state of beingness so the upper fourth is part of the chakra system although considered a minor chakra it has revealed itself to be a portal that allows you to enter into the inner sanctuary of your being by cultivating a practice of connecting to your multidimensional nature through the upper fourth, you activate 
this energy center. Easy peasy. Hmm. It's like a little talk. Hmm. Come into my office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the upper part is location in the middle of the chest of the thymus gland. The word thymus comes from the Greek thumos, meaning spiritedness, heart, soul. It is an access point into ascension. It is an access point in the physical body that connects you to the eternal thread that joins you to the source of your being. This brings us to the second part of the title of this meditation. What is beingness? What does it mean? Well, here's one perspective in the infinite that exists. Isness is the state of spirit. Beingness is isness in form. An important distinguish to recognize here is between beingness and form. Beingness is an expression of form. You are spirit embodied in form. In the case of this timeline, in human form. State, then, is beingness perceived. The observer perceives human experiences where the height of the observer does not own, associate, identify, or attach in any way to any experience it acknowledges. Human does claim ownership of the experience. Human does associate with the experience it goes through. Human fervently forms its identity based on the experiences it claims. Human forms all sorts of attachments to experience, including beliefs about, definitions of how life works, what it's all about, and how we are wronged. We don't get what we want the way we want it. When the observer fully plays the active role in our reality, we shift from being human to being less involved. <clears throat> Creating space between you and the experience enables you to enter into the scene as the observer and see all that unfolds. Allow all to be. When the observer plays the active role in our reality, we shift from being human to beingness embodied, disassociated and yet fully immersed in the reality, seeing it for what it is from the expansive focal point of oneness. When you are present in stillness, you emit and evoke spirit in all you choose. No thought exists in stillness, only perception. This is because thoughts are a product of the mind. And in stillness, the mind is at complete rest. An example of a human experience of stillness is the moment at the height of the inhale when your lungs are full to the brim, just before you begin your next exhale. Another example is the moment at the base of an exhale when you have emptied your lungs completely but have not yet begun inhaling anew. These are examples relating to the breath. For the breath is an excellent tool to assist us in remembering beingness. These examples do not, however, imply that stillness is a breathless phenomenon. It can occur in every moment of human embodiment, as long as the observer state is active. If we can trans transition out of the observer state and into the state of witness, that's where we hit neutrality. So observer is still a state of judgment. We are judging and ruling what we see as. Now it can be right or wrong. It can be in the gray areas of duality. You can be shifting out of duality, but it's still within the spectrum of polarization. Witness enters into a disassociation that is deeply violating to the human experience. And so very difficult for... 
anyone coming through the lens of human or uh, a strong human egoic state to accept, much less receive. So it's good that it's not referenced in this meditation because it's mm -hmm. observer is already inaccessible to most. Isn't that where we are? Isn't this Business is the fullness of beingness. It's the measure of the depth of beingness. It's the emanation of spirit from source point. The signature energy pattern, that is the pure formula of the signature energy pattern of spirit. Isness. Mm -hmm. But still, there's a mutation in it because it associates with an element of the physical experience. The emanation of spirit at source point. That's where you are. That's where you reside. That's where you is. Each time you do the ascension into beingness meditation, you give yourself the opportunity to increase, to increase your frequency. Increasing your frequency enables you to elevate into higher states of beingness. The highest point of beingness you access in this meditation becomes your new baseline. Your baseline of beingness is your base camp in this world. You go below your base camp and you have forgotten. You maintain steadiness at base camp as you go about your days and you create the foundation to expand further into remembering you. It is through the elevation of your base camp that you create the opportunity to ascend. You are asked to consider incorporating the ascension into beingness meditation into your sacred discipline. The more you engage with its frequency, the more you will experience its potency available to you. With practice, this meditation can make it easier for you to maintain steadiness and stability in this world. We all know how easy it is to get into a special space of stillness and peace while meditating in private, in isolation and seclusion. Can you extend that space into the rest of the world? That is your call to action. So in the May 15th phenomenon, this is a wonderful preparation for anyone who's stuck. Welcome to the Ascension into Beingness Meditation. In the following meditation, you're invited to remember your connection to the seat of your soul. The seat of your soul holds the essence of your spirit. It is an access point into you, your spirit. Alrighty. To begin, align the center palm of your left hand with the upper fourth and bring your attention to your breath. Upper fourth is an energetic access point found in the center of the chest, midway between the heart and the throat. It's a portal into knowingness. Aligning the center of the palm of the upper fourth is the act of aligning two chakras, two portals into higher realms beyond the physical, and amplifying their magnitude in your physical reality. Consider keeping your left hand on the upper foot throughout this meditation. Now turn your focused attention to your breath. Allow your breath to come and go all on its own. Follow the natural rhythm of the breath as you allow the body to expand on the in-breath and contract on the out-breath. Can you see beyond the noise of thought?
and you permit yourself to indulge in the breath of life? Can you be this moment? You have begun your ascension to beingness through the pure act of allowance. Being is that simple. To be is to allow your natural state of expansion by not resisting it, by not judging it, by not thinking about what it means. You can simply choose to, to allow yourself to be. Breathe in, breathe out. In the breathing in and in the breathing out, there's a natural state of expansion. Feel it. Immerse in its vastness. Welcome the expansion. Allow the breath to expand past your physical body and into your energetic field. Observe your whole beingness breathing. Beingness is your natural state. Notice the steadiness of your breath, ebbing and flowing all on its own. Needs no instructions to be. It waits not for permission. It simply is in the no space of no time. Observe that it is not only your physical body that is breathing, it is also your energetic field breathing consciously unison with you and the physical. You are unifying with the pulse of the quantum field, the field of light that composes all that you see and all that is unseen by the human eye. The field of energy that composes the illusion of this reality and all realities. As you feel into the quantum field, you start slowing down your breathing. Slow your breath until you experience a shift in the breather. Slow your breath until breath breathes you. Allow your physical body to be breathed. Allow the being of light that is you to be breathed as it breathes itself. As you allow yourself to be breathed, you allow yourself to step into the space in between. You allow yourself to enter into nowhere, no time, no space. This is where your state of being resides. As you allow yourself to be, observe what happens. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. Allow yourself to be. Giving yourself the space to experience beingness while in physical form gives you the opportunity to observe. And thus realize your baseline of beingness. Your baseline of beingness is the level of your beingness you can access in this now moment. In this deep now, 
that is your base camp. Breathe into the stillness of your infinitely expanding being. Through your breath, you have access to the signature energy pattern of your spirit. The signature energy pattern is the frequency of the complex strands of light of you as spirit, of you as a whole and complete expression of source, as a whole and complete expression of all that is. With a deep in-breath, begin to read the signature energy pattern of your spirit. Remember it once more. Allow the remembrance of it that was erased when you took your first breath in this life to return to. Allow yourself to remember. Allow for the release of any energy that does not serve you in this now moment. Forgive yourself for forgetting. Forgive yourself for letting go of your knowingness as you embraced precious physical body that is serving you in this life, a life you are living for a reason, a reason far beyond the mind of understanding. Allow yourself to remember. Now allow yourself to notice the signature energy pattern of you as a physical being in this life. Observe the difference between the signature energy pattern of you as spirit and the signature energy pattern of you in physical form. Start to align the signature energy pattern of your physical state with the signature energy pattern of your spirit. And remembering into embodiment, allow yourself to embody the signature energy pattern of you as spirit. Connect to your soul in this now moment. Allow yourself to acknowledge the essence of your spirit. Allow yourself to remember it, to enter into synchronicity with it. Allow what feels right, what feels comfortable. This is not a pushing exercise, it is a practice. A practice of remembering your beingness. It is a practice of isness. Be. Just be nothing to do, nowhere to go, just be and observe. You know, you as spirit manifest knowingness in the form of beingness. Beingness is isness in form. To hold that form, stand in this integrity of you as spirit as you move through this world. Don't look for anything, don't go anywhere. Be still. Deepen your stillness. Delight in your stillness. Delight in your beingness. Be joyous in your beingness. Remember you. Acknowledge the essence of you by saying the following. O oh, gentle soul, be willing to allow spirit out of this world, to share its divinity and strengths in this world, so as to create what you are here to create. Allow the power of I am to be. O oh, gentle soul, be willing to 
to allow spirit out of this world to share its divinity and strengths in this world so as to create what you're here to create I allow the power of I am to be oh gentle soul be willing to allow spirit out of this world to share its divinity and strengths in this world so as to create what you're here to create I allow the power of I am to be Notice the expansive nature of your being. Notice the expansive nature of the field. Notice how the field interacts with your beingness. Notice your relationship with the infinite. When you are ready, start to bring your attention back to your breath. So you return to your body. Unite form with formlessness. Notice any contraction and release into the expanse as you return to this finite form, to this divinely crafted and selected finite form. When you are ready, softly open your eyes and look around you. Maintain the essence of your being as you look through the eyes of spirit. Be still as you look. In the stillness of the deep now, you can feel the expansive nature of the universe. It doesn't go anywhere. It is always with you, within you. It is you. I am willing to grant myself and self the spiritual state of business, the I am state of beingness. I remember. I am that I am. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. I am willing to grant myself and self the spiritual state of business, the I am state of beingness. I remember, I am that I am. I am a spiritual being having a human experience. I am willing to grant myself and self the spiritual state of business, the I am state of beingness. I remember, I am that I am, I am a spiritual being having a human experience, I am, I am, I am. So in the state of I am, I invite you. is it will take you out of I am. So no matter what you have to deal with, come from the state of I am. Do you know those um, train things, the, the big bulletin boards? In train stations, where the letters flip, it's that. That's going to happen on the 15th to the particles of this reality. You probably won't notice. There will be subtle things that you'll start to notice.
try and be so subtle. But they won't be so subtle because you're looking for them. They'll stop to notice things, whereas most people won't. What are you talking about? There's nothing different. People who are not conscious will not notice anything. Uh, yeah. So for me, it's been it's been uh, very distinctly coming through as aggressive shoves into stepping up. Oh, this is a different kind of show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a really different kind of show. 